last week and uh, got an early start on Utah State and so uh, you know we're gonna have a, another full practice today and, and be ready to roll so I think the guys had some rest over the weekend um, with not playing on Saturday and and uh, caught up on academics so where we go today be ready to roll let's tackle the unexpected question what's the quarterback situation um, looking promising for us. I mean, with Jaron, I think Jaron will be okay to play this week. We'll see. And then, um, you know, Zach's progressing really well and doubtful this, for this game, but we'll see how he, it's a day-to-day -day for th thing for him. And then once he gets uh, able to throw the ball, we, we'll kind of have to wait and see how he progresses. But he's uh, ahead of schedule when it comes to his, his uh, injury. Do you know who's going to start yet, or is that going to be determined during the week? Nope. Don't know yet, and so we'll, we'll figure it out as soon as we get closer. What stats? Ask me or someone else tomorrow. <laughs> what stats or maybe like intangibles are you going to be looking for from Jaron and Baylor during practice to ultimately decide who's going to be that starter on Saturday? Um, I think just competition, then you know, seeing who gives us the best opportunity to win. That, that's what it comes down to, and we'll be practicing, and they'll get both get turns with the ones and the twos, and, and uh, see who can make their group uh, function better. Philosophically, when a player is injured, does he lose his job as far as your coaching philosophy goes? Um, well, I mean, it all depends on when he comes back. When he, when he, an injured player returns, are they 100%? And uh, the, the only way to tell is to put him through some competition. I don't think you could forget about what they've done in the past and how good they were when they won the spot, but uh, you also can't discount the, uh, the fact that other players have gotten better too. So I think uh, the only way to do it is compete, and we'll see the best. We'll play the best, and it doesn't really matter from week one and you know throughout the season. If someone beats somebody out, we'll make the change, and that that's with every position. What do you feel is the strength of your offense heading into the final month? Well, I think they got some momentum going, and and I think they've been able to respond to the uh, some new guys getting opportunities to play, and I've been really impressed with uh, with the depth and. and you, know, you hate testing your depth, but you know going into into the season, uh, you're going to be tested in different spots. And been impressed with the coaches and the way they've been able to organize a game plan and the way our players are executing it and, and how others are stepping up. So I think that's been a huge strength for us. Speaking of the depth, I mean, what what position maybe do you feel is the deepest right now? Because it has obviously been tested that depth. Well, I mean, we took four O linemen out of the mix, and so O line's pretty pretty good. You know, when you take out half the group, um, and so I've been impressed with them, and and then. You know, even looking at the running back position, what A.J. Stewart and Coach Grimes and those guys have done in that group has been nice, and uh, quarterback position. So I think any time you go to your third string guys and you're able to still do well and, and uh, have a good um, you know, good performance like we did against an a undefeated ranked team, that, that's a good sign. Gary Anderson has said he doesn't like bye weeks at all in college football. Mm -hmm. You guys have, of course, two this year every team does. Do you prefer them or do you rather just play straight through? No, I mean, they're, they're, take advantage of them. It all depends how you approach it. I think uh, this bye week, we're, we're a little different than what we did last bye week. And so I think the trying to get the result that we want, you have to change things up. But uh, it is what it is. You know, I, I'm not going to um, try to find 14 games in there. If we could, then we would do it. But uh, it came at the right time for us to heal up in some positions, but also to get our depth better and get guys some more experience uh, on the practice field and learning their assignments and getting the technique and the fundamentals down as well as developing others and so
um, it's part of college football. I'm going to use it. And, and the main goal, though, is to try to get the result that we want in Logan. And that's what we started with last week. How has your approach to this bye week differed from the last one? Uh, I think the intensity was still the same. You know, we try to try to work as hard as we can practice. And um, I think for us, it was a little bit more trying to get Jaron ready and, and get some other guys, you know, in place to for the injuries that I, we mentioned before, get them in place to function. Now it's just part of the deal where guys are expected to to perform, even if it's their first time being on the field. I, I, that's. Uh, you know, this week, this last week, uh, talking about last week and the bye week, we probably did a little bit more. Um, we did more work than we did the week before, and, and knowing that we were going to have a second bye week. But I think this is a, a strong push towards the end of the year. Guys are going to have to step up. We're going to have to, uh, you know, go through some some hardships even in the practice field. What do you make of this year's version of the Aggies? Yeah, the, uh, you know, I, I think the last game was a little difficult to watch because I think the elements uh, disrupted a lot of the throwing that Jordan Love can do, you know. So, um, and I think Air Force took him out of the game by just possessing the ball. And, um, you know, I thought that was a good game plan for what Air Force had to do. But for us, it's a, it's a different beast. They're at home. Um, they, they play really well at home, and they, they're they capable of putting up a lot of points. And so. Uh, defensively, we're going to have to be on, on top of everything. I, I'm glad we got a, a week to prepare for them, and um, you know, we got another game game week of film, so uh, we're going to utilize all that and try to be ready to get you know perform really well up in Logan. Looking forward to the game. One of the things you, a lot of times happens during bye weeks is recruiting. Uh, just talk a, for a second just about how recruiting has changed over your tenure as a as a coach, and also what's the biggest challenge that BYU faces with regards to recruiting? Oh, recruiting is always just an ongoing thing. So I, I think this is just an opportunity for coaches to get out and go see some kids. Uh, we've been evaluating players for a long time, and so you know the way we evaluate, and, and I think it's kind of interesting that uh, this whole star system, everybody's intrigued with it, but and the rankings of the of the recruiting, but. You know, we have to evaluate guys from what their ceiling is and what their potential is, not really according to uh, recruiting service, things like that. If you look at some of the evaluations we've done in the past, uh, I think you have to kind of look at some of the guys that we've evaluated early on, and they've been players, and they seem to get a lot of stars all of a sudden. You know, So uh, our evaluation process doesn't change. It's, it's what everybody dictates who's at cert what certain ranking at some time. But, I look at a lot of the guys that didn't have a lot of stars on our, on our team, and, and they're going to be big-time factors in college football and have a, a, an opportunity at the next level. So all I'm worried about is trying to get guys that fit our program and guys that want to play at BYU and uh, take shots at some guys that, that we feel can be difference makers, but they have to fit the lifestyle at BYU and they have to fit the uh, ability to function and, and to, to, I guess, make it with the, academic, the academics here and how hard it is in school. When you when you have a, a performance like you guys did against Boise State, how, how do you how do you make that the new norm moving forward as opposed to just one game performance? Well, that's I think that's I mentioned that's college football consistency and that's every level really, uh, and so I think uh, every coach is trying to find a way to be great consistently and and for us to be at that level, it's taking some time and you're dealing with a lot of different factors that go into it, and so. Um, but that's the that's right now at this moment is what every football coach is talking about, trying to find a way to, to perform at a high level and do it over and over week to week. And that's kind of the battle. I think the teams that do it the best will be the ones at the end that 
have an opportunity to play for the championship, and that's what you're seeing in college football. And you're seeing some teams that are struggling with some some games week to week, and and still find a way to win games. I, I think uh, it's winning is really hard, and um, maybe easy to a lot of different people, you know, that out there. But, but guys, when you're functioning with uh, getting a team ready, and you're doing de dealing with a lot of different factors that go into the variables of con of trying to get a win, uh, that, that becomes that becomes hard. But you know, that's what we're committed to do, and, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad we got an extra week to prepare and try to be as consistent as we were against Boise State and looking forward to, you know, even with that performance in the win, there are a lot of things that we could have done better in that game too and, and a lot of things that we could have done to help ourselves uh, earn the win earlier and not have to come down to, you know, going for it at the end. Some, strength of, schedule, some strength of schedule metrics have uh, deemed your guys' schedule at this point as, as a top 10 schedule nationally. What benefits do you think you've seen from for your team in facing such a difficult schedule at this point? Well, it's forced our guys to be ready every week, you know, and, and I know that the um, performance hasn't been our best, and that, that's you're considering the competition, but also uh, all the other factors that we've mentioned today in this press conference. And so, the uh, I just been, I really don't care about what anyone else says about our schedule. All I care about is beating Utah State right now, and, and that's what our focus on this team's got to be. Just focus on what we got ahead of us and. You know, good week work last week, and we got to look for if we can have that same type of performance this week. I think we'll be ready. How gratifying is it to see former Cougars that you coached be on real successful NFL teams this season and having a big impact? Yeah, that's been it's been fun to watch the, um, those guys perform, and, and you know when we get the chance to watch them. But um, yeah, they're doing exactly what we thought they would do, and I think we have a, a lot more on our team. Right now, a lot of young guys that I think will have an opportunity to play next level as, as well as some of the seniors that might be able to make that impact in the NFL as well. With all the positives coming out of the last game and the way you guys played, what do you think is the easiest to, to translate into this week from what you saw? Oh, we just have to be physical. If we're talking about easiest, let's, let's just be a physical team on all three phases. and that. That's something that we got to be committed to to do, no matter what the weather looks like. You've got a long-term relationship with Gary Anderson, obviously. How does it change? I know you talked about, about Kyle and whatnot, where you kind of lock things up ahead of time. But how does it change your relationship when you're coaching against a guy you've coached with so long? Oh no, it just—it's not about the coaches. But I have really close friends on that on that staff, and, and know a lot of the—you uh, know—a lot of the kids on the team too on the roster. So. Um, you know, Gary and I won't talk this week, but we'll talk afterwards. And and Justin Enna and I, you know, we we're basically inseparable when we we're here in college. So a uh, close friend of mine, and I know a lot of guys out there, Frank Miley and TJ Woods, those guys are, are good friends of mine. So um, but it doesn't, it's not about the coaches. I said this before that we're not the ones suiting up and playing the game, but we'll focus it on the kids and let them make the plays, and, and then we'll hug each other after the game. How has Gary uh, influenced your approach to the game or your coaching style? Well, I mean, he, he gave me a chance when he was Southern, head coach of Southern Utah and um, was able to bring me along to Utah when he became defense coordinator there. And, and um, you know, he's been influential to me in a lot of different ways in, in coaching and, and how you treat and recruit players. And so uh, he's been a mentor of mine. I mentioned him and Lavelle and, you know, Kyle and all the others that have been uh, a huge impact in my coaching career. but. Not just in coaching, just as a person. I think they've helped me become better people. Do you have any personal memories of being a part of a team that played up in Logan? Anything stand out to you? As a player? Any, a player, coach, anything? Um, I just 
want the wheel back. That's all. <laughs> I mean, this is I, I have tons of respect for Utah State and their fans, and just looking forward to the to the competition, you know. And, and I know they'll be ready, and, and uh, Utah State will give us their best shot. That happens in, in, in these these rival, rivalry games, and uh, like I said, my job is to make sure that they get ours in, in return. So, uh, tons of respect, and wish them all the best of luck, except for this week. Do you feel you your know. guys will? Last couple questions. Do you feel there will be any challenge for your guys to be up and ready for for this week's game? No, none whatsoever. The, our guys have been up and ready for every game. They've, they've had the energy and the excitement, and the effort has been there. So. Uh, that's never that hasn't been an issue at all all season long. With the new staff up there, Logan, what are some of the differences from the last couple of years of these Aggie team and some of the new challenges they present this season? A lot of similarities. Um, I think that uh, you know Justin's going to do a little bit of his what he does as, as a coach, you know, as a defensive coordinator. And but I think I'll, I see a lot of similarities. They're using their, the, the strengths that they have on their team on, on in every phase, and I think that um, you know. I, we were we were familiar with them a little bit on on, on how they function. And remember, Justin was a defensive coordinator for Ed Lamb as well when when he was a coach, and so uh, at Southern Utah. So um, we're seeing a lot of similar things, but I, th I think for the most part they're they're doing it right by using the strengths of their of their personnel on the field. They have a, a, a bunch of great athletes in skill position on offense and defense, and the return game is money too because they have some they have a lot of success and returns for touchdowns and kick returns for touchdowns and so they're a dangerous team and our, our cover teams are going to have to be on point on punt, on punt cover and kickoff cover but the offense and defensively they create they create havoc on defense and they create turnovers and we have to take care of the football and, and be mindful of that at the same time we have to stop a, 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 one of the best quarterbacks in college football in Jordan Love and he, he's, he, he's got a strong arm he can sling the ball so and then he has a lot of great targets to go to so that mixed with a, a, a good core running backs. So it's, it's, a, it's a tough task, but we're ready for it and looking forward to the, the, the opportunity to play against them. One of those running backs, Riley Burt, uh, transferred out of here. How, how involved were you in kind of helping him maybe find a new home when he entered the portal? Oh, yeah, we talked about a lot of different things. I think it, it's closer to home for him, you know, and he grew up, grew up there in Box Elder, and so I think it's just made sense for him to be that much closer to home and closer to family. and. And he wanted an opportunity to play more, and that's that's what he, you know, why he went to Utah State. And I'm just wishing him the best. I saw Tyson had surgery question. last week. Um, has he decided whether or not he's going to apply for a medical hardship yet? Yeah, we're we're all trying to go for that, and it's just a matter of um, NCAA and what what they're going to decide on.